Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. What's up, everybody? Welcome in on this Friday. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a couple days late, but I've got an explanation. But either way, welcome in on this Friday to the Rebel Report. My name is Michael Borky. I'm really glad to see you guys. Uh, yeah, I recorded on on Thursday. I had some basketball thoughts, but after the Texas A&M loss, I figured you guys didn't really feel like hearing about it. Maybe you do, and that's my fault. But that was a, a big opportunity for that team, and they kind of blew it. Now Auburn's in town this weekend, and uh, we'll see if they can turn that into something. Maybe, uh, I mean, Kermit Davis has been a thorn in Bruce Pearl's side, and if he can get that done this weekend, maybe it gets interesting again. But for now, I think you guys are mostly here to hear about recruiting and staff changes. But anyway, I recorded an episode on Thursday where I was looking at some candidates for running back coach. And so I didn't post that for you yesterday because uh, that would have been a terrible listen especially because this is really embarrassing. I probably shouldn't admit this to you guys out loud, but uh, of the guys I talked about, the guy they actually hired was not one of them. So, I mean, (laughs) what the heck am I doing here? Either way, that's what we're talking about today. Ole Miss has added, Lane Kiffin has added and completed, at least for now, his on-field coaching staff. He added a, I guess it's going to be linebackers coach. I figured defensive line and they're going to do some shuffling, but no, co-DC and linebackers coach added one of them. And also Kevin Smith's replacement at running backs coach. Also a uh, another player has hit the portal. This one, though, different than the others that the team has seen hit the portal so far. And yeah, here we go. So glad to see you guys again. My name is Michael Borky. Don't forget while you're here, to follow me on Twitter if you don't already, Facebook, if you got a Facebook page, YouTube, just search my name, all of those, and subscribe or follow there. And don't forget to su- subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and leave a rating and a review. And visit LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue there in Oxford. You guys might get some snowy weather this weekend. At least that's what the forecast says. Uh, so you're going to want to do some slow cooking. Maybe a Mississippi pot roast or something, courtesy of Malcolm Reed. I made one of those last weekend and made a, a fr- like a Mississippi French dip sandwich out of it. So uh, that was great. And if you want the recipe, Malcolm Reed, Mississippi pot roast, it's all you got to do. Uh, he is the best. But if you're going to do any cooking with meat at all, go to LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. It's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Tell Greg that I sent you. They also have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, but they are open seven days a week. So if you want to beat the snow and do some cooking with meat, some chili, some Mississippi pot roast, maybe if you're feeling ambitious, a little gumbo or jambalaya or a pastalaya, uh, get your meat at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger on University Avenue. The staff is full again at Ole Miss, and these two hires on the surface are great. They're great. No other way to spin it. And so this is why the uh, the Kiffin conversation is so nuanced and layered. And sometimes I don't know if I articulate my thoughts on it well enough. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of angst, a lot of concern, 
with the Ole Miss fan base. And as I've said a couple of times now, justifiably so. When you're losing staff members and uh, not recruiting quarterbacks well in the portal, again, the rest of portal recruiting has gone very well for Ole Miss so far. Like instant impact players they've added on offense and defense now, and they're not done. So portal recruiting is going well, but quarterback portal recruiting, not so much. They can change that this weekend. If Jackson Dart does show up to campus and they do sign him, that changes a lot of things, a lot of things and narratives and all that stuff. But fans were concerned. I understand why fans were concerned, but Lane Kiffin has showed you in the past that staff hires, not an issue. Uh, And he's earned the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. And here you go. We'll start with defensive line. Well, not defensive line. We'll start with the defensive staff member, Chris Kiffin. Yes, Lane's brother, who was at Ole Miss for uh, for four years under Hugh Freeze, uh, is back. Is back in Oxford. Chris Kiffin has returned. Uh, the reporting is, I haven't seen official word, but the reporting is he'll be co-DC and linebackers coach. I figured they were going to bring him in to do defensive line and have Randall Joyner coach linebackers, but apparently, uh, unless I've missed something, the reporting that I saw yesterday was that Chris Kiffin was going to be the co-DC and linebackers coach. Maybe that changes, I don't know. But either way, Chris Kiffin has returned to Oxford, and that's a big pull. Setting aside the fact that that they're brothers and there's an obvious connection there, but regardless of, of how you got him, the fact that you got him, I think, is a big, big deal, considering a couple of things. First, being in the NFL, unless he just loves recruiting, maybe he's that guy. Maybe he loves the thrill of recruiting in signing players over other schools and in the chase and all that. Maybe he likes that, but being even a position coach in the NFL is just a better quality of life. You've heard me talk about this before than college. Uh, And on top of that, luring him back from the NFL, I'm sure he would have gotten another opportunity in the NFL uh, if he wanted one, but he's got talent. I, I mean, you, you know about the recruiting prowess already. All joking aside about what happened during his old miss during his time at Ole Miss. Guy's a good recruiter, really good recruiter, and a really good coach. There's a reason that he was on two separate NFL staffs coaching the defensive linemen that he was coaching in San Francisco and in Cleveland. Like obviously a very skilled football coach and has the chops as a really well-known recruiter. I mean, that is um that's a big deal. Getting a guy like him is a really, really, really big deal. Uh, known recruiter, obviously known very good coach. Even if it's Lane's brother, it doesn't matter. Getting him on your staff is a really, really big deal considering where he's coming from. Because a lot of guys, once you get in the NFL, never want to leave because the quality of life is so much better. You never have to talk to a 16-year-old's girlfriend ever again. Must be nice. But... They got him anyway. Um, I think this shows a lot also about, for whatever it's worth, uh, about your job. And maybe the only pull for Chris Kiffin is the fact that his brother's there. Maybe that's the only pull. But the fact that he is returning to Ole Miss after it ended the way it did there, returning to Oxford, returning to Ole Miss after it ended the way it did, I think means something. I think that that tells you something. It's important to note, in my opinion, that he, he's been there. The NCAA comes. 
The administration at Ole Miss handles it terribly. He gets a show cause penalty, a short one, but he got one, a very short one. Um, he gets to the NFL and yet still wants to return and does return. I think that says a lot, even if it, you know, maybe it's just the brother thing, but I don't think so. I don't think so. That means a lot. That that should tell you a lot about what you have to offer, in my opinion. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe it's simply because, you know, he's getting a lot of money and he's getting a coach with his brother. Maybe that's literally all it is. But if he had ill will towards your school and, and your town and your place, I don't think he'd come back, but he doesn't. And I think that means something for whatever it's worth. I think that does mean something. So you're getting a good coach. You're getting a high-level recruiter. And him being paired next to Chris Partridge in recruiting is going to pay great dividends for you. Trust me. The things that you hear about Chris Partridge and what he's done uh, since Durkin left and really since the season has ended, uh, you've got a, a, a relentless recruiter, if nothing else, for your new defensive coordinator. Um the, the stuff that you hear about him lately is is really good uh, for whatever that's worth. So you pair Partridge, who apparently has just taken this new responsibility um, or no, taken responsibility really for recruiting in this program and his new job and all that and is, is just relentless. And you add Chris Kiffin into that fold, that's Recruiting chops are not going to be an issue on the defensive side of the ball. Will it work with play calling and stuff? We'll see. I mean, Chris Kiffin has called a defense before just for one year, but he's done it. He's been in the NFL. I'm sure he's going to be great help to Partridge in the game planning and scheme standpoint, uh, no doubt. And so we'll see how that pair works out. But in the meantime, you know that you've got a couple of of high-quality recruiters, and Chris Kiffin's a guy that has a, a past of being a great defensive coach. So we'll see what that turns into. I did see a lot of reaction, and I've actually heard some of this from some Ole Miss fans, if you can believe it, but I've seen a lot of from from state people and stuff. Oh, well, the NCAA is going to be right back in town. They're on line one. They're going to set up shop right outside of Oxford. And, yeah, of course, you know, rivalry discourse is pretty stupid, right? That's what people do. People are in – are crazy when it comes to this rivalry in particular. But I've actually heard from some Ole Miss fans that say, because there's also people wanting Barney Fair to return as well, you know, get the gang back together. I have heard Ole Miss fans worry about that. Uh, why Why are you bringing in somebody with in it, the, the NCAA at Ole Miss in their past? Are you sure that they should do that? Like, will the NCAA come back? My response is, what are they going to find? If they start renting living spaces in Oxford again and set up shop right outside of the facility, what are they going to find? Because I I guess some people haven't really quite wrapped their mind around this. Paying players is legal now. And I'm not using legal incorrectly like some people do when talking about NCAA rules. No, like it is state law in Mississippi that players can get paid now. And in 49 other states. And also the NCAA has, it's within their rules now that college athletes can get paid based on their name, image, and likeness. Players can get paid now. And 
Oh, well, you know, it's still illegal to offer it as an inducement so they can get them there. Guys, I'm not talking to you because I think all of you get it, but some Ole Miss fans have said this and a hell of a lot of state fans have said this. They have ways around that that are legal. Like, no, you can't offer an inducement to a recruit, but you can say, you know, we have... At this school, there is a a fund that is set up where the wide receiver, the guy, how can I put this? We've got guys on our campus that are getting this much money based on this fund that's filled with this amount of money. There you go. You've just circumvented the law and you haven't made any promises uh, as, as a recruiting inducement. It, it's a it's a gray area. It's muddy for sure. But um, if that's what you're going to hold out on, that, oh, now that Chris Kiffin's back, the NCAA is going to come back and they're going to get them this time. What are they going to find? Paying players is legal now. It's legal now. And if you actually look at what Chris Kiffin did, his violations are a joke. I, I, I mean, come on. If you're doing that, you are either scared of your own shadow. If you're an Ole Miss fan doing that, you're scared of your own shadow. And if you're a state fan doing that, that's not going to unlose you the last two Egg Bowls. That's that's just reality. Um, Chris Kiffin returning to Ole Miss will do nothing with the NCAA. Barney Farrow returning to Ole Miss will do nothing with the NCAA because, again, even if they come back to just Paying players, and that's all they do. It's legal now. All they have to do is like jump over one hurdle that's about six inches off the ground, and they can do whatever they want. Have you not been paying attention to what college football is now and what is allowable by the law in this state? So stop it. Stop it. Um, I don't know how many of you needed to hear that, but some people did. What are they going to find? Oh, well, Ole Miss is paying players now. Yeah, no shit. So is everybody. Anyway, all right, moving on. I, I know that that was that frustrate that conversation frustrated uh, one cross, comma, Richard yesterday. Well, you know, maybe I shouldn't be having it. But either way, there are some people that are talking like that. And those people needed to hear that there's nothing that they can find anyway. And he's a hell of a coach and it's a really good hire. Really good hire. The next one. Is Markwell Mark? Oh, goodness gracious, Markwell Blackwell. Say that five times fast. Sorry, David Kellen. Markwell Blackwell. Markwell Blackwell. Markwell Blackwell. Markwell Blackwell. Nailed it. Nailed it. Anyway, uh, you guys may remember him. He was a good college player at USF. Was a quarterback. Uh, came out of left field for me. Like I told you before, I uh, I recorded a <laughs> a podcast right here on this very feed, talking about potential candidates for. Running backs coach. Didn't mention him. So this was kind of out of left field for me. He's got a pretty lengthy resume. Uh, started as an offensive coordinator at Tampa Freedom High School in 2006. Then he was the head coach of that high school from 07 to 08. Then he went to South Florida, his alma mater, to be a quality control guy. That was until 2011. And then he was the running backs coach at Western Kentucky. Then he went back to high school at uh, at Lakewood High, he was offensive coordinator, then went back into quality control at Florida, and then he became the running backs coach at Toledo, where one Kareem Hunt uh, was there at the same time. That's a pretty big feather in his coaching cap right there. Then he became the running backs coach at West Virginia with Dana Holgerson. Then Holgo goes to Houston, and then he follows him as the co-OC and quarterback coach. And then 
for the last two years has been the running backs coach at Houston. So you've got ties, high school ties in Florida. You've got coaching ties in Texas. And apparently, according to Matt Zenitz of on three, he was the, quote, runner-up for Alabama's running backs coach job. So he's got a long resume. If you had Alabama interest, if you had Nick Saban interest, even if you didn't quite get the job, that does speak volumes to the kind of coach you can be, I think. I mean, Nick Saban doesn't miss when he's hiring staff. And so if he was considering you all the way down to the final two, uh, that's it's a pretty good sign. If Matt Zenitz is correct in the way he's been reporting lately, there's no reason to think he has not been correct or is not correct on uh, on that. So interesting hire. Uh, got Florida and Texas ties, which, as you guys know, are, are really important when you're trying to win football games in the Southeastern Conference. Like, yeah, you've got to recruit Mississippi as well, but if you're going to win, you got to get players from those two states, no doubt. And Ole Miss has had some success in both states, so adding somebody with those kind of chops there. Uh, as Coach Kareem Hunt, that's a pretty big deal. And uh, what people think is most important is that uh, he currently – and I don't know if this is going to turn into anything or not, but he currently at Houston just coached a freshman that ran for just under 1,000 yards and had like 16 touchdowns this past season. And is that something that will come to fruition? Is that something that will uh, will, will he follow him? His name is uh, Alton McCaskill, by the way. True freshman, uh, went to Oak Ridge High School, which wears literally identical uniforms to Ole Miss. Identical. Check them out. It's funny how things can come full circle sometimes. Literally identical uniforms to that of Ole Miss in high school. But he uh, ran for almost 1,000 yards this year. Averaged five and a half per carry, I think, in their their game against uh, Auburn in the bowl game. Uh, was really productive in that game, and as a freshman, he's a 1,000-yard rusher. So is that somebody that will follow him? I don't know, but that's the connection that people immediately made is now that Ole Miss's running back room is a, a little bit bare. He had 961 yards rushing on 80, 189 attempts, which is 5.1 per carry. He also caught 100 yards worth of passes and a couple of touchdowns as well, so caught the ball out of the backfield. Uh, had 16 rushing touchdowns, and uh, those 112 receiving yards came on 20 uh, receptions. Um, was AAC, was it newcomer of the year or rookie of the year? I think they called it there. Uh, so high-level running back, played really well against Auburn. And so will he follow Blackwell to Ole Miss? That's something at least to keep an eye on, especially with what the running back room is looking like. So the staff is complete once again. Lane Kiffin deserves the benefit of the doubt on staff hires until proven otherwise because so far he's just done an excellent job uh, of replacing staff. And on paper, these two hires are are really, really good. Really good. And so, you know, maybe uh, Lane is quieting some of the narratives. I have also been asked about the GM position. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of talk about that in particular and how that went this season and um, how there needs to be an overhaul particularly with that position because it was not uh, as effective as it needed to be this season. And uh, they have since moved on uh, from that spot. I think the spin was took another job, but that was the only option. Either way, uh, I've been asked about who I think is going to replace 
and become the new GM? I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. I know that uh, I think Neil McCready put a name out there, but stress that it was just a rumor. So I'm, that, that, that's that's all I've got right now. Either way, that position is extremely important considering Lane's coaching style, uh, where you know he he is not a micromanager, and uh, that GM position or whatever they're going to call it moving forward, because I've heard they're not going to call it GM anymore. But I don't know how true that is. Either way, I keep saying either way today. Point being, that's a position that needs to be better for that program, considering Lane's coaching style. He is not a micromanager. He is not involved in literally every single thing that happens inside of that facility all day, every day. That's not his style. That's Nick Saban's style. That's not Lane's style. So the GM, whatever they call it, who is involved in everything, at least in this case, Needs to be a good one. Needs to be a guy that that can work, you know, without any oversight. That will do a good job and, and is self-motivated instead of micromanaged motivated. So that's a big hire. I, I don't know who it's going to be. But that's as important of a hire as Lane will make this offseason is, is that one. So we'll see. The podcast, by the way, brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market anywhere in the state of Mississippi, if your office is in the market for technology, anything office technology-related, copiers and printers and phone systems and mail machines and cloud storage and data security, if it's technology in your office and you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, ABSMS.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems, tell them I sent you. You've got a complimentary office technology assessment, so you tell them what your need and what your budget is, and they'll work with you on providing the best solution that they can. ABSMS.com, again, is the website. Last thing for you, Henry Parrish has hit the portal. So all three running backs for Ole Miss that took major carries last season are gone. Two of uh, two of them are off to the NFL, and Parrish is hitting the portal. Most people think that he's going to follow Kevin Smith to Miami, that room seems pretty crowded. We'll uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. And it does leave the running back room kind of empty, at least unproven. So Zach Evans was a big-time commitment slash enrollment whenever that happens for Ole Miss, getting him from TCU. He's uber-talented. They needed to get him. Uh, they got Judkins in recruiting the freshman, really highly thought of from Alabama. Uh, Kentrell Bullock has been there. He was a former four-star. Apparently, people really like him. He's just been buried behind Snoop and Ely and then and then Parrish here. So maybe it's his time to shine. That's a part of the reason why people are drawing such a line between McCaskill and Blackwell, McCaskill being the Houston running back, because the room is kind of empty now. And so they need to add one more body, regardless of what they think about Bullock. They need to add another body in that running back room, and we'll see where it comes from. But to me... I hate to to speak, you know, this is my job, whatever. Um, every carry that Parrish got ahead of Snoop Connor was a mistake. Connor and Ely are big losses. They are uh, Connor, I think, is a complete back. He's explosive. He's physical. Uh, really loved watching him play. Jerry and Ely uh, was a home run threat every time he touched the ball. He was explosive, especially in space. Those two guys are losses, big losses for Ole Miss, in my opinion. They're going to miss those guys. I, I can't say the same about Parrish. Every single carry he got that was ahead of Snoop Connor, I thought was a mistake this season. 
so are they going to miss the body? Sure. Did he do some nice things? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Connor's gone anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But the, the fact that he took carries over Snoop Connor is something that always just baffled me. It was always a mystery to me. I never understood it. I, I know, you know, maybe Kevin Smith just really liked him or Lane Kiffin just really liked him, and that's why. But when you watched them play, there was a clear gap between Snoop Connor, I think, and Jerry and Ely. I think Connor was the best back on the team last year. But I see why Ely played ahead of him. That, that's not, I'm not debating that. They were both really good and really capable. And I think they'll both be on NFL rosters next year. But there was a clear gap between the two of them and a guy that got the same number of carries as them, especially in short yardage situations. I've, I've just, you'd want to pull your hair out watching them in short yardage going to him. So losing an experienced body in your running back room is not a good thing. I mean, you know, it's not. You're, you have a ton of inexperience, at least at Ole Miss, in that room starting next year. But I don't think you're going to miss much with uh, with that one. That's harsh. I also think that's reality. Never understood why he got carries ahead of Snoop Connor anyway. Never understood that. And uh, I think, you know, kind of a dime a dozen with uh, with that one. So, anyway, is that harsh? Probably. Do I believe that to be true? Yes, I, I do. So, pretty good day. Pretty good day to, to or end of your week anyway, in terms of staff hires and recruiting. We'll see if Jackson Dart gets to campus. If he does, I, I really like Ole Miss's chances. Same thing with Michael Trigg, the two guys from USC, currently visiting Oklahoma. I don't understand the Oklahoma thing with Dart. I think if he signs there, it... it I don't know. I wouldn't understand that considering what Oklahoma is doing at that position. And also, if honestly, if the pitch is red shirt behind Gabriel for a year and then you're the guy, which is implying that Dylan Gabriel is going to be a first round pick after this season, is kind of funny to me. If that's your pitch, okay. Okay. But the first half of that pitch isn't going to work the way you think it's going to work. But. We will see. If they show up, I like their chances. Something to keep an eye on this weekend, and we'll talk about that early next week. In the meantime, y'all have a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you on Monday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.